Hi, everyone. What's good? It's your girl, Wista. Welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about. We drag people. We spread love and awareness. We educate the non-educated folks, although we know them niggas not gonna listen. And we just have fun and just talk about life. How are you guys? I'm like so sorry. Like, I'm really sorry that I didn't put out an episode, like, last week and the week before that. I had midterms, and it was a mess. And honestly, the month of October felt like a whole midterms month. Y'all think it's midterms week? No, it's midterm months for you niggas. Because I had a professor, this motherfucker was like, y'all need to make two Excel sheets. Y'all make a budget for a business. I said, okay, so you're telling me I need a food budget. You're telling me I need this budget. I'm like, all these niggas want to eat at Applebee's if I'm, if I'm budgeting this shit, because... This is too much, and y'all niggas don't got a budget. Because he was telling us, oh, you can use whatever budget. I'm thinking to myself, is sir, because the budget I got for the company is like 58K. Like, you want us to have a, co- a convention in Las Vegas, and um, Vegas is not cheap. But either way, we're going to see what I got in those fucking tests. All I know is I passed one of my tests. I got an A. The other test, I got an A. So hopefully I come out with four A's because let's be real, grad school is not easy. Grad school is very busy. And then we got group projects. And especially for this one class, like I think I told you guys about the freaking um, project I have to do where I have to write a textbook also. Literally, my professor is like, okay, I'm going to pair you guys up with each person. Each person that we're paired up with, if we're in America, we're paired up with someone in China. I'm like, girl... (laughs) Like, do you not know how we're going to have to work with these time zone differences? But then I realized, oh, wait, you're going to have situations where you have to deal with people and do little things like that. So it was understandable, but still it was annoying because she wanted us to do a presentation that was seven minutes, but talk about everything. I'm like, girl, how can I talk about food and wine for seven minutes? And you want me to talk about COVID? You want me to talk about what I would do for the company? You want me to talk about this and that? That don't make no fucking sense. But guys, I'm going to stop complaining about school because we have a very 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 special guest if you know who this man is like i said it's been a while since this man has been on this podcast and no it's not fred this is my other homeboy i will say this when it comes to my homeboys him and fred and a few others because i can't name all y'all niggas because i you know what i don't like to hype up all you men i don't like to hype up all you niggas but these are some (laughs) of my guys oh hey stop laughing these are some of my guy friends that you know, when I talk to them, it's just a good, it's just good ass fucking laughs. We'll be laughing on the phone for three hours. We'll be laughing on the phone for fucking three hours and talking shit. So if anybody listened to the episode called, would you eat that ass? <laughs> or when that man even <laughs> talked about saying he would let a girl fart in his face for some money, <laughs> especially that plus size, that big ass white girl that you said you let sit on your fucking face and fart in it. What was her name? Betsy Jones or some shit like that. Um, who else? What else did he say he would let somebody do? This is the same man who said he would he would let. What does it say? He would he would eat Oprah's butt for a billion dollars. Like guys. I have a very special friend. And also, too, is he has recently found Jesus. He has found God, just like y'all niggas. All y'all niggas, once y'all get over y'all whole phase, y'all say y'all found God in Christianity. But this time, he claims he is serious about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my friend, Andre. Andre, welcome to the podcast. 
What's up? What's up? What's up? It is an honor for me to be back here, and I definitely have found the Lord. That is what? nothing See, that lies. you know. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, Jesus came and touched your boy's heart. Why did Jesus come and touch your heart? Oh, honestly, to be real, that was like a that was partly a sad story. My we were actually in Canada on vacation, and <laughs> the funny part was this was the night we was coming back home from uh, the trip club that following morning, I got a call that my uncle had died. And my uncle was a pastor, he used to come to my house and pray all the time. And when we went to his funeral, this is the funeral I posted on Snapchat. He had Wyclef come and sing at his funeral and everything. But after that funeral, why you got a like, name man, drop like that though? Like you talking uh, about your uncle hey, dying. You got a you got a name drop, you know, this for him, this for him. But uh yeah, after that funeral, I was just like, you know what, this guy he's away from me all the time. If I don't think for myself it's not gonna get done. So after doing it like that, it's just like you know, one thing led to another. I started taking my walk with the Lord serious. You are a mess, my dude. But you know, I res- <laughs> I respect that journey. Fresh out I respect that. That's where it started. I respect that journey, especially during that trip in Toronto, because you know, I fresh out the strip club. And let I me tell can. you something about Toronto. When we went to we went to multiple strip clubs that night. And, and the funny part was, the the moment we set foot out the Uber, like, I was like, yo, something is wrong. And everybody, and, I, and Ben P was with me. Ben was like, yo, what you talking about, dog? I was like, nah, something ain't right. Hey, don't dog. say Ben P, he's Ben Superior. Know that. Yeah, you right, you right, you right. He's ben, ben Superior. He's probably listening to this right now. Yes, yo, you right, you right. My bad, Ben, my bad, Ben. But Ben Superior, you know, I, he was with me. And I remember we was going into the club, I looked at the building next to the club. It was a church. Yo, it was a church. That's no joke. Yo, I have witnesses to that. And then even worse, the club was black. So we leave and we go to Club Paradise, which is, you know, the song that Drake talks about in his song. And Club Paradise is in the same, like, when you walk into a building, that's two doors. And Mm -hmm. that same sensation again, bro, in the same building, there's two doors. The, The right side is the strip club. And the lights are all in red and everything. And mm-hmm. then on the left side is the church. And the church was all blacked out. I was just like, oh no, I picked heaven in hell. I picked hell. Oh my gosh, Andre. That was just some goofy nonsense. So that was your revelation. You're like, you know what? I have to be a man of God now. And I have to realize that being being what you were in the past during our college days. It was time to let that go and be the man that you are today, aka a businessman. Oh AKA yeah, oh, a yeah. man of God. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's my greatest joy right now. But I will say, uh, some of the stuff from the college days, you know, go back and listen, people. Go back and listen. I didn't just say I was gonna do these crazy things for you know little chump change. I wasn't gonna do nothing strange for Shut a piece up, of change. Andre. I was gonna do something strange for a lot of change, but not a piece of change. Oh my gosh, like you and our, our, I'm going to say this, anybody who really like listened to our podcast during that time, we were all still trying to find out who the fuck we were. Oh yeah. (laughs) We were trying to find out who the fuck we were, but also we were still like those weird ass black kids at school that just like to have fun (laughs) because you know what I mean? Niggas did not like us. Bro, Bro, yo, (laughs) you ain't ever lie. 
Yeah, because I remember, and I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Remember that was that one time all these like white kids found out about the podcast and were like, oh my God, like there's like this girl at our school has like a podcast and she like talks about everyone and tells their business. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yes, that's me. Is that a I problem? I was just like, the only people who got a problem are people she's talking bad about, and that's because y'all put your business out there. She ain't that's facts. I ain't putting uh, Y'all doing. put it out there. If you got something you want to hide, do a better job at hiding it. Don't be like, oh, whistle, let me tell you this, and then next thing you know, you're out here doing your business in public, and you had this on the podcast. Yo, the fact that I almost got kicked out of school for this caca, I still oh, laugh man. over it. I don't feel like talking about this shit because you don't oh, know why. Man. I'm going to say this. They don't like me, but I still wish them well. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, hey, that's all we can do. That's the water under the bridge. Now it's done. You're, you're in grad school, almost done with your master's degree. That's just history at this point, man. Honestly, honestly. That's why I be leaping like the episodes up because I'm like, you know what? In the end, I got to show you the growth. And I say it all the time. Go oh, listen yeah. to the shit. The amount of shit we used to talk. Ooh, and, and the amount of stuff that I'm embarrassed by, man. I'm and embarrassed by. The funny thing is, Andre will always beg me to take down certain episodes. And I'm like, dude, your name is Andre. There's plenty <laughs> of men in this world named Andre. Oh, yeah. But you know what? At first, I was just like, wow, my voice is cracked. And at first, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, my voice is cracked ugly. I, I, had to, I had to call it out. It was so bad. <laughs> but, but at first, it was more like, you know, I was like, oh, man, I don't want people seeing that and, and hearing that. But now I'm on the other side looking at it with all this, you know, growth and development. I'm just like, nah, man, it's important for people to see the journey, that where you start isn't necessarily where you end up. That is a major fact, my friend. That is a fucking major fact. And especially with what's going on in this world, man, you need to be honest and open with things because look at this shit. We're about to deal with this fucking election. Oh, this fucking election. Yo, how do you feel about Joe Biden? Um, and this is old, but when Joe Biden was uh, uh, being interviewed by Charlemagne and he was like, oh, you know, you're not black if you don't vote for me. If you vote for Trump, you're not black. I just feel like in general when it comes to that situation yeah you need better pr you need better Absolutely. pr whoever's doing your pr i think when you study pr especially like certain things like this a lot of people like are like oh i don't need pr a lot of y'all niggas do need pr because y'all end up in situations where you don't know what the fuck to do <laughs> and then we have to be the ones to come up and fix that shit for you like I could name so many artists, even even when it comes to this fucking election. Do you know what I can't stand is the fact that rappers really be trying to lead the fucking community, like especially like Ti. Yeah, Ti wants to be the lead of the community so badly. And my here's my thing, you know, I don't have a problem with you trying to be a leader, but you know, we talked about that before. You know, leadership has taken different forms over the years. You know, if you're just a public figure. You're not really a leader. You're just another voice, another bit of commentary. And especially in social media, that's not worth anything. Like when, you know, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all of them were public figures, you know, there was no social media. So yeah. the way they affect change be in everybody's living room in their TV every single night, you couldn't escape them. Right now, we got institutional problems. You know, social media ain't going to fix our problems. So you know, I think it's all well and good. But many rappers, you know, they talk a good game, but they don't back it up when it comes time to actually perform. And so, you know, good luck being a leader because it's rough. It's rough. 
I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, especially with like these rappers and these entertainers. And then we have like entertainers like 50 Cent and shit. They're out here going to Trump's side. This is what I want to say about when it comes to voting. Vote for who you want to vote for and whatever aligns with your shit. It's up to you in the end. It's not that's on you, not on me. That's yeah, on you, not on me. Absolutely. But 50 Cent, you know, he made that post talking about, you know, Biden gonna raise your taxes if you're in California about and if you know on CNBC. The problem with 50 Cent is he didn't interpret that right. Your taxes will only go up by that much if you're making more than 400K in personal income a year. Mm-hmm. It's a very small bracket of everybody else. Essentially, if you're below that, that margin, you'll still be paying the same tax rate as the Trump era tax cuts. So mm-hmm. that's, that's fairly disingenuous for somebody like 50 Cent who can make, you know, three, four million dollars a year in his sleep to post that where people don't know it or have the, you know, they don't have the knowledge to know better. Even let's say for like a little, a little Wayne, because even with that, well, a little Wayne is just disconnected oh, from yeah, the community man. in general. Man, man Weezy look, I don't know disrespect, but Weezy don't look good at all. He hadn't looked good for years, but yo, he really do look like all the years of like, my, like making money. Like, he, you know, he said it, he's been making money since he was 14. You know, there's like a, he's got his own bubble. My nigga, his Hell dress man. looking like a fucking dried piece of fucking Popeye's chicken. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> ah! uh, yo, yo, that's not yo, and it's it's crazy, but he don't look good, man. Him and Kanye, bro. Kanye look like he be like every time we see Kanye act a fool, you be looking at his face and you be like, oh man, he's having another episode. Somebody come and get him, dude. Literally, I just. I, it's just something about a celebrity culture ever since this fucking quarantine. I'm just over it. I'm over it. And this is coming from someone who's been into pop culture since like the fucking fourth grade. And I will say this, a lot of people who don't know me, I've been into this shit since the fucking fourth grade before it's even a fucking trend. So when I talk about certain things, I know what I'm talking about. Even when y'all bring up references from, especially when white people bring up references about like Nickelback and shit, I know that shit. But Kanye, <laughs> literally I was talking to my... I was talking to my cousin's husband because he's white. And I was like, bro, like, do you listen? I'm going to say his government name. I'm not going to say his nickname. But I was like, Charles, do you listen to Nickelback? He was like, hell fucking no. He was like, who listens to fucking, like, he was like, who the fuck? Nickelback. Oh, my God. (laughs) Y'all just want to be big rock stars. Oh, I can't sing. Sorry, guys. Uh, I I only got the very white and Teddy Pentecost voice. But, you know, I tried. (laughs) I really am like worried about this. I, I'm not even worried. I'm just like so desensitized from this election. Like when y'all tell America, oh, go vote, you really don't be knowing because motherfuckers gonna tell you they voting for this and they vote the other way. Facts, man. You know what the real problem is? You know, everybody can talk a good game, and but when it counts is the moment you're in that booth and you're filling out that that slit. You could have said. Oh, I'm never voting for Trump. I'm never voting for Trump. And then you mark in Trump. I mean, no disrespect, but, you know, Trump got a very large portion of, of white women. And this yeah. was, and then we're talking about the first election, man. And this was after he was saying, you know, you can grab them, you can do whatever you want. You know, I know. Don't worry. When you're famous, you can do whatever you can. And, and, and they still went and voted for this guy. But even no, with no. that too, Andre, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Like, no, um, no, no, there are some there are some women who are misogynistic towards other women. They don't feel like a woman should be the one running a country. So it's like now that we have two men, it's kind of like okay, now sis, you ain't got a woman and a man running. 
you got two grown ass white men, two not even grown, elderly white men running. So who are you going to pick? Are you going to pick? It's like Matrix. You gonna pick this pill or you gonna pick the other pill? Which pill are you picking? That's true. You know, in my short 26 years of living, I can tell you this, and this was Hillary Clinton's problem. Unfortunately, the biggest hater for women is other women. That's what I just said. There's a lot of women who are misogynistic towards other women. And I'm agreeing with you on that because I think that we got this weird, you know, I, I don't, I come from a single parent household with no, with very little male presence in my entire family. So I'm used to like, you know, female and and leadership and strong women and women who are empowered to do their own thing and be their own individuals. I'm used to all of that. All Mm -hmm. my mentors have been women, everything like that. But when I look around, yo, it's real. A lot of people really can't stand the sight of a woman in charge and especially other women. Like they, it's just, I, I personally never thought that that would be like a thing, but you know what? Shame on me because we got a whole lot of black people that are out here not supporting black causes, not even supporting black movements. So, you know, shame on me. I should have assumed that anybody going to turn on their own in some way, shape or form. Anybody could do it. Literally, dude, I be seeing Haitian people. I'm going to say I'm going to throw shade at some Haitian um, Instagrammers, but I've seen, yeah. Haitian, I've seen Haitian Instagrammers who like, didn't post shit about BLM. They didn't post shit. Bring about, the smoke. They didn't bring nothing. Bring but the once, smoke. The only time they would post shit was when they wanted to like support their own brand or like get the attention of another brand or like talk about their issues. Like, how are you gonna talk about? Oh my god! If I say what I'm gonna say, y'all gonna know who it is. How are you gonna talk <laughs> about like your? Fa- how are you gonna talk about your family members getting COVID and dying, and then you out here coming out with like a whole like product and everything, and then during that whole freaking air, that whole freaking time for the month of March down to fucking August, and we know that the whole freaking situation. Involving like George Floyd, Rihanna. T- oh, I said Floyd. 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 George, this is what happens when you talk too quick. But like the situation, <laughs> just like with the situation with George Floyd, Rihanna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, everyone. You see, there's so many people that passed away during that time that like I could keep going on with names, but every everyone who's part of that list and the fact that you stayed quiet, didn't even post nothing. But you was all up on the Instagram liking people's shit, putting fucking fire emojis under their things. But you couldn't even retweet something involving the fucking marches where people are getting pepper sprayed and all that. You decide to stay quiet and feel that we need to feel bad for you about a situation that one of your family members, uh, which I understand, one of your family, you lost a family member from Rona, which is understandable. We understand that because especially with the shit going on in this country, I'm not surprised. But... You're going to use it as a way to sell a product, but then you see people who look just like you and all these other things who are not only dying from the coronavirus, but are dying from police brutality. And you can't even share that shit. It's like, you're not proud of being black. And I'm talking about a Haitian Instagrammer. So it's like, you don't even claim your culture either. And you, oh, don't, yeah. even, you don't even claim your culture. You don't even want to claim anything. You don't even want to claim being black. You know, the sad thing is, too, I don't have a problem with people who didn't post. Like, I personally, I'm and I'm up there. I, I didn't post this. This is the thing. Picture. I'm not going to lie either. I didn't post on Instagram because I don't post on Instagram like that. Yeah. But I did make sure <laughs> on my other social media feeds, I posted. 
I don't post in general at all. Twitter, Facebook, you know. But do you, but you be liking, but you be it. liking shit. I, I I do be like I do like, but you know where where I have a problem is, at least for me personally, I think there's too much sensationalism around actual systemic problems. Like people yeah. want to people want to jump on a bandwagon so you can get likes and retweets, so your That's stuff can saying. be popping. But you don't actually support the cause. They're better off saying nothing at all. Because to me, it's just like, you know, I'm of the mindset saying, you know, I take these things to heart. You know, most people have grown numb to it. And to a degree, so have I. But I, I still feel the pain of these of these incidents. And yeah. I, I just don't, I don't think it's appropriate. You know, if you're going to be a social media influencer, mm. that's what you do. You influence media. But so this is the thing, the Andre. Job. There be niggas who, who are influencers and they got no influence. Hey, oh, that's a different conversation, dog. That's they, a different they ain't got no influence. Yes. That's because called you not hot. I'm throwing shade and it ain't even sunny. That's called you just not hot. The, the people ain't messing with you. They're not rocking with this you. This is the thing. I'll say this when it comes to influencers because I know people who are influencers. I even have like a classmate. She's an influencer. She actually has followers. Like she knows how to engage with her, with her followers. But like the other people I'm talking about, like these people, they just feel like they live in their own world. They either live in like LA and they're going out to like dinners in Beverly Hills every single fucking day. It's like, nigga, y'all niggas is eating pasta at the same fucking restaurant every day. The pasta with the truffles and the white cream with the fucking oil and bread that you can dip in. The oil with the that bread that you can dip. Nasty. And it's not, no, I'm not going to say that. It'd it be bomb. But this I don't is the think thing. You'd be busting like that. <laughs> you know what, Andre? Andre, 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 I'm going to say it to you in Creole. For my non Haitian listeners, I'm going to tell you what I mean. Andre Femme Bouchou. It means. <laughs> Femme... <laughs> Femme Bushu in Creole, you guys in Haitian Creole, because there's many types of Creole, Femme Bushu means shut your mouth. This is what I'm going to say, Andre. These motherfuckers going to Beverly Hills to the same mm-hmm. restaurant every day, eating the same meal, not eating the same, at the same Italian restaurants. I know there are plenty of Italian restaurants in fucking LA because I lived in LA. Y'all eating the same caprese salad. Y'all need to order something else off the menu other than fried calamari because there's other dishes in Italian restaurants than that. Not them basic ass ones. They got bigger ones. If you want to know, ask my homeboy Lou, who you know. But I'm going to say this. Y'all going to the same restaurants. Y'all doing the same things going on Rodeo, not even venturing off to other parts of LA. Y'all should have hit up my girl Bethany. She would have been told you the spots. But then again, too, some of y'all niggas want to live the false lifestyle saying y'all got money and shit. But it's like, um, Show us your credit report. Oh um, man, I yo, that's a that's a huge pet peeve. Hood rich. Oh my god, I. It's can't not even hood that. rich, my nigga. It's like yo, it's not even that. It's not even hood rich. It's like some of these niggas be from like Dorchester or like the middle of like, or they be from Flatbush in Brooklyn and they move to LA and then they be acting like they popping. It's like no, nigga, no. Like, that's not Stop I, fake I, oh stunning. My god. Because I know people who be from Dorchester. They be from fucking Mattapan. They be from all these places. They go out to a different place and try to act brand new. It's like, no, you can't be brand new. You're still corny. Yeah. You're yeah, still corny. Are... You're whack. <laughs> You're a loser. Let them, let them have it. <laughs> You're a loser. You're not cool. Just because you get likes don't mean anything. Because guess what? You hit your peak on social media, it's done. 
It's done. A peak on social. The worst thing you can have is a peak on social media because a peak on social media, people forget in a snap. I can't even snap for the fucking microphone in a snap. That's how you know I'm doing the dry snap. That's how you know that shit don't last long because you can't even hear it. Yo, that's facts. Yo, there's so many, and I'm not even gonna lie. You know how many of them Instagram models I used to follow, and then I was I was looking through my phone one day. Andre, I was, I was looking through the followers, and then I was just unfollowing left and right, and I forgot about them. Like, Andre, can we talk? Can we talk about? I'm about to bring her up because Uh-oh. you 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 was in love with sis, and then Uh-oh. your hate your Haitian brethren. Oh, that's that's what I was, just about to, I, was, I was just about to say her name too. I was, just about, <laughs> you, I was just about to say her name. You had the biggest crush on Jenna Frumez. I did, and I still I this maybe it's just me. I'm just some person. I think maybe it's because I'm demisexual. As in being demisexual means that you're not like. Although I am, I am okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm demisexual, but I more align myself with a straight woman. But like when I see, regardless if it was like someone that y'all f- might see as like sexually attractive, and y'all just want to like smash them, I just don't see. I like. I can't. That's. I'm just not that type of person. Like I need. There needs to be like an emotional connection. Connection and all that for me. Like I respect to y'all people who can fuck around this shit it's not for me but i ain't gonna knock you because people gotta get their own but i got i got some like I, i'm not even gonna fade oh i am gonna fade myself but i i got some weird like like taste you know I i'm know not you, that, you, nah like, i'm gonna say this andre has weird taste sometimes he'll like a jenna frumez and then sometimes he'll like a girl who look like young ma <laughs> Yo, but I'll say this. I'll say, we're going to sound so problematic this episode. We were like, oh, we're not going to sound problematic. I will hey, say it's, this. It's my life, yo. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Y'all, y'all can say what y'all want, but Young M.A. going to steal all y'all girls from y'all niggas. I will tell you this. Facts. Young M.A., Young M.A., the studs, as long they be using the strap on, but Facts. I know they sh- they strap stroke be good. That's I know so they That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yo, that's so scary. Did I just say? Did I just say they strap stroke? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Ah! Oh man! Oh, you see, this is why. This this is why y'all don't put two niggas like us in a fucking podcast together. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> this, yo, and you know the scary thing is, I can like, actually see this playing out. Like, yeah, young and May, like just pulling up on girls to be like, "Damn, yeah, I took your lady. What you gonna do about it?" What you gonna me, do about like, it? You talking about me? If it was me, I'd be like, "Damn, you had that. You got that. You <laughs> like, got that." Like, remember how she said she got the eight inch in the closet? That's all you need <laughs> to know. Shout out to the studs, though. The studs really be snatching. They hey, be man. snatching the studs. You got be game, snatching. you got game. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Ain't nothing competing with good game. Quality game, ain't nothing gonna beat it. This is why I can't stand when me and you link up. The only person who's missing, there's only like three people missing from this. I'm gonna say four. I'll name, I'll name, I'll name two of them right now. Okay, name Fred, Fred, Fred is one. Okay, and I'm gonna say this flat out. Okay, y'all need to like yo go back and listen to the podcast for my man. My man Z. My <laughs> man Z is the one who's missing from this conversation. Yo, oh me and Z would have debates and discussions, and we would have the whole room cracking up. 
Like, we are missing Z and Fred right now. You know, we miss you. I don't know. There's one more person we missing. Yeah, there's, there's J2, Meek Mouth, you know, Meek Mill, little brother. Okay, but this is the thing. There's someone we missing, a.k.a. the Haitian sensation, a.k.a. Canada Goose, a.k.a. Haitian boy Smile, a.k.a. the Libra King, our homeboy Kadesh. Oh, damn. That's facts. I cannot. This is why I tell people. I tell people straight up, like, don't put us in a group together. Hell, and Kadesh is the realist, too. Like, Kadesh, he gonna be like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But I was, it is. I, I really, and then don't forget some of our homegirls. You put Jello in the mix, and you already know. Oh, Jello the warrior, though. Jello the warrior. She gonna put set everything straight. Yeah, that's it. And then you got Yemi who gonna come through and ta- them, I call them the tag team twins. Guys, I just want to say we're recording this shit on Zoom. So if it sounds like we end a conversation and then we go back to a new thing, please realize that we got the internet. Right, janky internet. Sometimes the internet be janky. It's a full moon and it's fucking Halloween. So you know the <laughs> devil, the devil, aka Satan, is not here to play today. Okay, Wait. well. Um, well, I will say this. I'm a spiritual being. I believe in all religions except for that Satanist shit. If you believe in Satan and that's your thing, do your thing on the side over there. Don't take it over here. Let me tell you something, yeah. family. You can you if you if you believe in Satan, just um, just just leave. Hey man, I've I I'm as well as we talked about in the beginning, you know, I'm I'm hardcore O D repping team Jesus out here. Jesus uh-huh. gang, 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 Jesus, you know, banging mm-hmm. the Bible. I know but, you uh, are. But, you know, spirituality is, is, is real. And, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, astrology and zodiac signs, partly because I think a lot of people abuse what people are actually using as a system of belief to just but give themselves Andre, license to be an asshole. Andre, you're a Pisces. See, that's the thing. Can I tell you, I only figured that out because people told me I never actually did that stuff. You're a water sign like me. Damn, yo. Damn, yo. You know what that means? That means we're very emotional. Damn, yo. I'm trying to be an earthbender. (laughs) That ain't happening. I'm trying trying to be an earthbender. Sorry, nigga. You can't be a Virgo, Capricorn, or Taurus. Sorry. Man, it's all Avatar The Last Airbender stuff anyways. Sorry, sorry. You you part of the fucking waterbenders. You like, you're like soccer. What we missing is the Fire Nation attacking. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to be part of the Fire Nation, my nigga. Ain't nobody want to be part of Fire Nation. Damn. I was, Damn. If I had to be part of um a nation within the Avatar, I'd probably want to be an airbender. Well, you know, I, I, I can understand that. No, I I personally always like the concept of earthbending. So I why do you like earthbending? Please explain so, that to me. So two, three reasons actually. Now, so first you had Toph and the fact that she could you know put her feet on the ground and could still see based on the vibrations of the earth. I mm-hmm. thought that was phenomenal. Then you have metal bending, and mm-hmm. when you really understand the applications of it, it's actually super lit and super fire. Mm-hmm. Then. Take it to a next level, which is in um, Legend of Korra. Yes, y'all, I am a nerd for these things. And that's you know, fine. You got, you got magma bending, okay? These dudes is bending lava. <laughs> Ain't nothing topping that. But the airbenders, when they brought up Zaheer and this man was sucking out the air out of people's body and suffocating them, I was like, oh, maybe we might want to be an airbender. 
I want to be an airbender because guess what? All I just got, like you said, I just got sucked the air out of you, you dead nigga. Damn. And yo, they got like six, seven, eight of them people and they was all making a tornado. I was like, oh Lord. You oh, suck the oh, town. Like, I feel like airbending and waterbending because you have two things. At least with the water, you could flood the thing and people drown. Like oh. with the firebender, you do like arson and everything. Oh my God. We sound <laughs> like fucking. We sound criminals, yo. We sound like criminals. <laughs> but like with the firebending, all you need is some water. You can let that fire go. What used to trip me out though is how like, like if you really think about it, how like intensely OP bloodbending was in the show. I was like, damn, that's mm-hmm. actually really like, that's actually really important when you think about it. I feel like those type of shows too, because I remember people used to get bullied for watching like fucking Avatar the Airbender, which is basically like, Bro. dude, like Bro. the Mal people used to be like, oh, y'all watching that nerdy shit, and them same niggas the ones watching it now on Netflix. First of all, that's fact. Second of all, I used to get body because I like comic books, Batman, Superman, and guess what? Wolverine, all of that, Black Panther, and guess what? Which I still read to this very day, you know. Hey, it's fine. You have, I think, I think it's very important that people have like certain hobbies that they like, whether it's like being like a comic book fanatic, whether it's being like a car fanatic, or like even if you're like a handbag collector or something like that, that's your passion. That's something you like to do. What, a, a what collector? A handbag collector. Handbags? Like them Birkin bags? And, and nah, no, nigga, we're not talking about the Birkin. I'm sorry. Like Satchel, like Indiana Jones? Any of those things. Oh, okay. But I'll say this, because some people collect bags from, like, certain brands. But when it comes to, like, the Birkin bag situation, since you wanted to bring that up, all I'm going to say is yes. Birkin bag look like the old lady bag. If you want to get an Hermes bag, because y'all be saying Hermes or Hermes or Hermes. Hermes bags. <laughs> if you want to get an Hermes, Hermes from France, let me explain this to you. Yes, we understand that bag has very high value. Yes, it has high resale value. But you need to realize is that the only way to keep that value is you cannot use it. You cannot touch it. That is the only way it will keep that high value. Yeah, because you got to treat it like a collector's item. What you're saying is, yo, you can take all of them designer brands and throw them straight in the trash where they belong. Because most of that stuff is Ugly. I have never seen a good-looking Birkin bag. I have never seen a good-looking set of like, like Louis Vuitton jeans. I don't like. Well, first of all, Gucci belts is just gross. I don't like the design or anything in the pattern. And I think all of that is nonsense. I think people who spend money like that are just trying to like flex stuff that they never really had before. Well, it is what it is. It Would is. You get a Birkin what bag? Would I get a Birkin bag if I were to Maybe. get a Birkin? Like I said, like $40,000. Some of them start like, I think the the lowest price is like 20K. I've seen. Yeah, because we're talking about like the second, like most people don't understand when it comes to Birkin bags, what you see most people get is actually secondhand. So somebody written. No, but I will say this. I do believe, I do believe that like Cardi B and like the very like A-list, close to like the A-list celebrities who are known probably have real ones because like she got gifted one from kylie jenner which i do believe could be real or it could be secondhand regardless and there's oh, no, no that's like that's definitely real and, kylie jenner got that money and not even with that i feel like a lot of people look down on people who buy like secondhand items y'all niggas be buying used cars facts y'all niggas be buying used cars used phones 
Fact. Use laptops. Y'all be going. I have seen actual Gucci products at the swap meet in Florida. Dude. World country is. Hold on. We're going to talk about Florida. Stay Florida for a bit. We're going to talk about Florida. We're going to talk about Florida. But, like, we, I don't know why we look down at people who buy secondhand. This vintage. What about the people who buy vintage cars? What about the people? That's, That's my thing. I like, I love vintage cars. That's what like I'm saying. Classic American muscle cars. I love them. Yeah. Like I got a teacher who like my professor, he's like obsessed with like those old school. Like he'd be talking about like, I don't know if you know about like the Ford Edsel or like yeah. the front, all those. The he deuce lo- and the quarter, the Buick yep. Electra 225. Yep. yep. Yeah. All those cars. So um, it doesn't make any sense to me when people say, oh, we don't like we don't like all oh, y'all buying secondhand things. What's wrong with that? When you when you buy a house from a buyer, hello. I think when some people talk about secondhand, though, they're talking about like clothing, like wearable items. Like I would want to buy secondhand shoes. But people go to thrift stores. What's wrong yeah, with like, a thrift store? I don't, I, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you press for cash, you should not be buying brand new, you know, top. top no. Anyway, because guess what? That puts those people in those situations. And haven't you noticed, like, especially during this pandemic, like, big brands have definitely been pushing for, like, people to get themselves into debt. Because we know there are people who are dipping into their savings. They're living off of their credit cards, which is understandable because that's the only funding you have. Although you know you have to pay that back eventually. People are taking out loans and everything. And then you have companies like fucking Macy's even companies like companies where you would never expect to like put themselves in companies like Sephora, or even Best Buy, they're investing into FinTech like Afterpay and in like um, Klarna or even Zezzle where you can buy now and get the item and you pay it later. That's putting people in debt. They're putting people in a situation. I understand the holiday season's coming up, but you need to realize that this holiday season is going to be a sad one. People are going to die and people are not going to see their families and people are not going to get their gifts on time. Yeah, but part of the reason that they're also doing that is because when people, first of all, I also want to throw this out there. There is like a, a shocking statistic that most people squandered the stimulus checks on items they didn't actually even need. That is baffling in and of itself. That's one. Next, Macy's, Sephora, all these brands that offer, because Macy's offers its own credit card. Sephora offers its own credit card. Best Buy offers its own credit card. When people are pressed for cash, the only way that they're really going to make money is if they tell you, hey, spend your money now, buy with our credit cards, or put this on like, you know, you know, broke, even broker man's layaway and pay this (laughs) stuff back even more, pay this stuff back with even more interest. And, you know, it's like that. I, I hate Renaissance. I think Renaissance is, as a company, it's the most sinister company in the world because you can rent a TV and be paying rent on that TV, and the next thing you know, you are pay- you paid for two of those TVs when you should have just waited and bought one. Wait, wait. I've never been to Renaissance in my life. I've seen them before. There was one in my town, but they shut it down. I don't know why, but... Yeah. Because Renaissance, if you ever see a Renaissance, they have certain items that, and they get, and they can. You can get rent a TV. I know you can like. Yo, I you know can I, rent almost anything that they offer there, and it's insane. So you talk wait, what? Anything within reason, of course. So you can rent like a couch. You can rent a bed. Because you can rent like furniture, any type why? of furniture. Wait, niggas be renting furniture. Appliances, appliances like coffee makers and stuff like that. It's Hold ridiculous. up, what? It's ridiculous. Coffee so makers. People, Yo, like that's unsanitary. Yeah, and it's it's 
but it's doable, and a lot of people do it. That's why it's still in but business. But this is the thing: is that you might as well just go stay at a hotel and use the coffee maker in the hotel. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. <laughs> you you might as well stay at a hotel. And my thing is, you know, it's be, what they're doing is a lot of times they're feeding off of this mentality of of the I have to have it right now, the impatient consumer mentality. So they're a lot of people don't want to wait. Yeah, and, and that's and that's ultimately. One of the biggest problems that all consumers have, you know, your impatience is going to make you pay a hell of a lot more for a product than if you wait two, three weeks. It's like PS5. Yeah. yeah. Wait a year. The PS5 ain't going to be worth six, $700. Dude, the PS5, like a lot of people want to get it, but I always think like, don't ever get something that just came out. Wait till they do like a relaunch and they include a game. And I think a lot of people don't be thinking about that because they'd be like, oh, I'm going to buy the console. Hello, nigga. You got to buy the games too. Absolutely. The games ain't cheap. Remember, every year, they get, every time they release a new console, it's the worst feeling in the world when there's only like six, seven games available. You I know, and it sucks. And, anyways, and then you got to play all your damn PS4 games, and you're like, damn, the new 2K still didn't come out? Damn. And you're sitting there. Well, I don't play that either. <laughs> I don't play 2K. But I have seen fights over 2K, so I, I, I morally have an objection to 2K. Well, I play like Pokemon and like oh, Animal oh, Crossing. Oh, I will fold you in Pokemon. Nigga, bye. You you got a Nintendo will, Switch? I will fold you. My sister got a Nintendo Switch. Okay, nigga, send me, send me, send me your Nintendo ID. We can. I, I caught them all, nigga. I caught them all. I will fold you. You probably don't even know how to train your Pokemon. Yes, I do know how to train my Pokemon. Okay, you know all my Pokemon have Pokemon evolved. Training? All my Pokemon have evolved. Nah, you can train the individual stats. Yes, what I've is, done that. How do you do it, Whisper? How I do it, I don't need to tell my secrets on here because we <laughs> there's probably other people listening who listen to Pokemon too, who probably play it. Google search it. They they go they can Google search it. Now I'm not saying anything. I will nah. hold you in Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, which yes. And nobody play Yu-Gi-Oh no more. You that's sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody playing Yu-Gi-Oh no more. That's so sad. You know what's sad is that Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh were like competing with each other and you saw what stayed and what left. I still play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They got no new episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. What about Bay? They actually do. Wait, they do? Yo, they have new series and everything like that. They're in like, I think it's called, I I don't even know what it's called, but I'm not going to lie, I'd be fascinated watching it on YouTube. Because I know, I know, um, because I, I don't, because you see, it's been a while since, wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh on like CW Kids? Yeah, that was back in the day when I had the big box TV and we only had three, we only had three channels on the TV. <laughs> channel three, BET was the channel 11 at the time, and channel 12. And then on my grandmama's TV and my grandmother's request, we had all the Haitian gospel network. <laughs> Yo, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, you know the worst thing is you be trying to watch 106 in Park, and then they turn that shit to the fucking Haitian TV channel. You see some lady catching the Holy Spirit. You're like, damn. Like I'm just trying to watch to see if Destiny's Child um soldier song come on so I can go jam out to that. I don't want to see this. (laughs) Oh, back in the day, the Haitian channels playing African movies. Oh my god. Yo, yo, no, that was a funny. That was. A I'm telling you right now, if you live with Haitians, especially like a Haitian auntie, a Haitian grandma, 
or like a Haitian mother. I'm telling you right now, she got a stack of Haitian movies and Nollywoods. She got a, she, and I know in her fucking movie collection, she got the Beyonce movie. And I'm still trying to figure out where did they get those DVDs from? If you see the covers were all handmade and everything like that, <laughs> I remember my grandmother had one with this guy, and I remember the actor that had the character's name. The character's name was Tonton Bichat. And the movie was called I Love You, Adam. No, that's a classic. That's a Haitian that's, movie classic. That's a classic. But if you ever see the cover, I'm like, where did you buy this? She like, bought it at the bootleg shop. Oh, yo. That, that's no. a sad thing. In my town, like, in my town, the people who were selling bootlegs weren't even, like, black or Haitian. They weren't. Damn. They weren't. There was, like, this, um, there would be, like, this, um, Vietnamese lady in my town. She'd be selling, like, the bootleg. <laughs> Sorry, lady, so... <laughs> What's so funny? How'd she get her hands on these movies? I don't know, but she would be selling, like, the bootleg Haitian movies and African movies, <laughs> and then she would... <laughs> Like, I don't understand how they do Oh my god. Andre, yeah, relax, man. Relax. Oh my gosh, man. Breathe. But like this Vietnamese lady would come to like my salon. This was when I get my hair done by the Dominicans. And she would come in. She had all these bootlegs. She used to have the Matrix bootleg. She would have like the Haitian movie bootlegs. I'm like, damn girl, you got the plug. We was in the ghetto. Every time we got our haircut, they'd be in the barbershop. And my grandmother would, and you know what? Now I remember one this Haitian guy used to come by the bakery all the time. And you remember he that you remember when people were actually slinging bootlegs? They had that big old bag or they was they was selling them out the trunk of their car. Like we had this Haitian guy come in with a big old bag. He just had a whole bunch of movies. That's what I'm saying. The Vietnamese lady came with a big ass bag full of bootlegs. No, nah, I ain't talking about no Vietnamese lady. I'm talking about this Haitian guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. the lady who, the la- but there was like a Vietnamese restaurant right by. So I was like, I don't know what they're doing the business out there. But either way, she made her money. Hey, Chinese she people made- and Asian people in general, they love, they make all the money in the ghetto. And then she was making her money. Shouts she- out to them too. They're smart for it. They are. They are. And not like some movies you don't even know nothing about. That's what's up. That is true. That is true. They know how to make, they know how to get to that bag. That's what's they up. That's, that's game if I ever heard it. When it comes to like certain situations, just in general, when it comes to like bootlegs and everything, we don't see people like selling bootlegs anymore because everything's online now. So it doesn't like make sense. Yeah, for, you can't really it, do a good yeah. job. Like, like, you know, back in the day, we didn't really, we didn't have like, like such great quality with anything anyway. Now you've got, you know, 4K and 1080p and all this extra HD Definitely. Stuff. You know, if I'm seeing something that's in standard definition quality, most of the time it's like, oh, hell no, turn this off. Uh-uh, because the way things is going out right now, you could just click on an ad and they're like, oh, you want to watch some bootlegs? But even with that, it's like, is there really a point? If you can't afford a movie, don't don't try it. Nah, it wasn't one of the movies like, oh no, it was, it was powered. Like, they were finding out how to hack the whole networks and leak the episodes and everything like that. So, you know, I don't really see that there's a need for it. Like, you do understand when y'all leak things, y'all make it worse for the people who work in those shows. And then you're not even making it bad for like that. You're making it bad for the actor because guess what? Yes, they're getting paid and booked because actors really don't be knowing when they're going to get their next gig. Cause they have to audition for those, but don't That's forget about like, true. don't forget really about like true. the production assistant. Don't forget about like the person who's working in catering, especially. Well, most of them people get paid up front, don't they? Um, 
I think depending on what it is, I have to ask my actor friends because they know more. I know some people, they get paid like a little bit. And then I know for like Marvel movies and like films, they'll get paid a certain amount. And then whatever the film makes in the box office, they'll get extra. That's what I know. I don't see like, most of those positions are more like salary stuff, like like the makeup artists and all the sound effects and the crew and everything like that. You wouldn't be messing up their bags. You'd be messing up the bags people are actually making the big money off of these movies. So, yeah, like the actors, the directors, the producers. Because in the end, the little man is the person who gets fucked up the most. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah, that's true. Plus, at least for me, I'm the type of consumer when it comes to at least movies before all this pandemic. You know me, I wanted to be in the lap of luxury. I only saw my movies in Lux Level. That's the only thing I was willing to spend good money on. Because it's an experience. And that's like something we're going to be missing out on because people can't get their shit together and stay indoors so mask on like yes that too so it just shows you (laughs) i hate you florida yeah i put y'all out there (laughs) y'all out here destroying us um florida i don't like texas oh don't go don't be coming down for texas like that what texas do man strip clubs were open but that was bringing entertainment and experience. The strippers got to make money too. Because this is the thing. As long as, yeah, I understand you guys are saying, oh, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. But OnlyFans ain't easy. You got to market yourself too. You, I, I, I okay. You got, I understand that. You got to market yourself. That. The way I look at it is, this is a high risk job. You, it comes with the territory that you should know. They shut how is the Andre, Andre, Andre. Andre, tell me the aspect of how is it high risk other than you being in close proximity? Is it because you you shaking booty booty in people's faces? It's not just that. It's like, yo, strip clubs have a whole, like, they have a litany of things in order for them to operate legally. So, for example, if they don't get the proper licensing for, for liquor, they can shut the whole club down just because the liquor license isn't valid. That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. If they don't pay the proper taxes on the income, shut down. So, mm-hmm. and, and these are very common mistakes in businesses in general. And so, you know, you understand if you're working a job, if I can't make no tips, I ain't making no money. So, and then on top of that, you know, listen, in the South, they be having fights and shootouts in the clubs and everything like that. So that's going to mess up your bag. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a position that comes with more risk than working a desk job. That's how I'd be looking at it. And so I'm like, okay, you know. If, if your bag is messed up, your bag is messed up. But go home, we're in a pandemic. Like, uh, you don't need to be swinging off a zip line like some goddamn <laughs> neck, naked Spider-Man. Like, that don't, look, that don't make no sense. Like, like go home. Go home. And, and all the men that came out there to support that, take your money, sit in front of your computer, throw that money at the computer screen, pick it back up, and put it back in your wallet. Because that's like, <laughs> at least you're saving your dollars doing that way. I hate you. You having just the same amount of fun. I hate you. So you saying you have to drive home. I hate you. You said just throw your fucking money at the t- the fucking computer screen and put it back in your pocket. <laughs> so pick it up, throw it back in your pocket. Don't be lazy. Don't be I lazy, okay? You can pick y'all up the I hate y'all niggas. Oh my hey. gosh. <laughs> ah. I cannot. I really did yeah, picture like I really did just like picture a dude looking at his TV <laughs> or like computer, throwing it, and putting it back in his pocket. Like, oh, hell yeah! Sick. And you can play like you balling. You can make your own private section. Can we talk about this, Andre? Can we talk about these niggas still smoking hookah during the pandemic? Like, right, these... no, first of all, I was never a big fan of the whole hookah thing because I used to always be like, yo, we're passing one pipe 
Or else, <laughs> a, whole, a whole bunch of niggas. Listen, when I was still smoking weed, I had issues with like these whole big old groups of people smoking. I really only like to smoke with my main team. But outside of that, that's like nasty. That's like way too exposed. Your main team as in you and Sparks? No, nah, Sparks don't smoke weed. Oh damn. Well Sparks shout out to Brandon. Weed. This is this is my this is the homie Zay. The homie oh, we Zay. know we know that. My man, my man Wade and my boy Petri. And that's it. And those were really the only four I was down to like really smoke with. Well, but shout out like, to you, Brandon. Brandon don't smoke. Yeah, her big. Wait, yo, you know what? Her favorite model. Yes, IG her, favorite, her model. favorite model. He's an up and coming male model. Ladies, he's single. He you like know, him I'm dark skin. You. Tell him he like him dark skin. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he like dark skin dark, girls. Yo, dark skin sisters. Try, yo, he's down for the cause. He's down for the cause. So go find my man at. Her favorite model on IG. Look him up. Her favorite model, and also too, is he could be a personal trainer too, sis. Oh, 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 oh! Speak on it. Speak on it. And he Cape Verdean. I know some of y'all never met some Cape Verdean niggas. Speak on it. Go look up Brandon Sparks. Go look him up at her favorite model on IG. Basically, I'll say this about Brandon because Brandon's a nice person, so I call him by his name. Brandon is a very nice person, and he looked like he could have played in the NFL. That's all you need to know. I just call his person because he's a nigga. Well, his name is Brandon. <laughs> his name is Brandon. But yeah. um, just in general, when it comes to people smoking hookah, I'm like, damn. And then the, the funny thing is, y'all even be seeing, like, I just be seeing a bunch of dudes chilling at the club together, smoking hookah together. I'm like... That used to be the thing that used to confuse me the most. Like, especially in the club, you got all these people listening. Like you have like 20, 30 people on one hookah fight. Hold on, no, that's crazy. nasty. That's, that's how. That's crazy. how. You see, that's the thing. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, what if one of y'all got um herpes one? Because don't forget, there's two types of herpes, oral and genital. What if y'all got herpes one? Let me make sure herpes one is the mm-hmm. one you get in your mouth. Because I could mm-hmm. be wrong. But it's not just that. They could have a cold. You get that. Somebody mm-hmm. got blue. You get that. Somebody got like like you said herpes. You get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, herpes one, herpes one. So some of y'all niggas might have herpes one, and then y'all passing the hookah to your homeboy, and then your homeboy passing the hookah to somebody else. Somebody gets it, and then let's say for example, your homeboy being mixy with a girl, and then he he all up on the box. Now she got age two, and, and I'm gonna dip my toe back into my former savagery, but you could be out here smoking hookah with people who just out here just eating ass. Hey, you just, <laughs> hey, just sharing that hookah oh pipe with people, God. man. That's just, that's just insane, man. Jesus and you really Christ. don't know what people are doing before they walk up into the club, man. I don't, I don't do that. Anything but that. Jesus Christ. I had to dip my toe back into the savagery for that one. Uh-uh. Jesus Christ. Mm, Andre. Mm. You had to do that. I had to. I had to let him know, man. People is out here risking themselves for no reason. You know, you know what? You they, be, they be risky. They be risky all over. Like, regardless of where you live, you could live in New York. They risky out in the suburbs. They risky out in the city. You could live in Boston. They risky out in fucking Mattapan. They risky in Dorchester. They risky in fucking, what's that fucking place called? Rat City. Um, Austin. Oh, Austin is dirty, my nigga. Mm-mm. Austin. Mm-mm. The funny oh. thing is. Oh, Brockton. Brockton. Mm. 
Mm-mm. New Bedford. Oh mm. my God. What what uh, what is old um Lowell? They out here, they crazy out there Lowell, too. Yeah. Yeah. What, well, Lynn, and, Lynn? And I gotta and I gotta come for him, man, because y'all whole city smell like <laughs> pee and vomit. It, it smells like pee and vomit. And and you know, Providence is just like I swear, Providence, Rhode Island, man. Is what about the niggas definitely. from Revere? Because I've been hearing Revere is bad too. Revere is bad, but Providence is the only place where it the moment you step outside, the air smells like pee and vomit. And it Wait, is are you just, talking about like Providence in Massachusetts or Providence, Rhode Island? I'm talking about Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island, America's toilet. It Dude, is gross. Literally, I've never met a black person from Pro- Rhode Island. Oh, oh. I've uh, never met a black person from Rhode Island. You know what's crazy? I know a lot of girls from Providence. But the thing, this is what I hear about Providence. I hear Providence is like, you know how like some people call Boston the mini New York? Ew, yeah. Oh, don't be talking about New York like that. Don't ill New York. But oh, I'm saying that's ill for Boston. That's ill for Boston. You don't need to be like New York. <laughs> but like, and then... New York got condemned sidewalks. That's Shut up. That's Shut something up. different, yo. Shut I'll up. Be condemning sidewalks, man. Throw the whole block out. I'm going to say this about... This is what I'm going to say about Boston. This is the thing. Like Nikki said, you niggas are, are my sons. Guess what? Boston, you are New York City sons, okay? Sons? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you were the first city established in America. Y'all got history, but guess what? That's it. And y'all got some good sports teams. That's what I'll say. But when it, let's talk about Providence because that's how irrelevant Providence is. Because when I think about Rhode mm-hmm. Island, I only think about two things. Mm-mm. Aaron Hernandez. Yo. And that's it. I can't think of anything else. Not even two. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even two. Like, like Providence was the place where when you weren't 21, you went out there to go clubbing with people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 21. Like, that's where everybody and goes to the clubs because they got the 18, the teen clubs and stuff like that, which I'm like, damn, they still got teen clubs? Teen clubs were a mess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I did it back I know in the you day. went to the teen nightclubs. I, I got your pictures I when you went I, to that. I did it. I did it back in the day, FX, some glory days where, yes, I embarrassed myself by taking a limo to FX, playing like I was somebody famous, <laughs> and I'm just the son of a bunch of bakers who make Haitian patties, so I wasn't really anybody special, but you know damn well I was selling the roll. Yeah, I know you was on the road. You had them damn fucking white Air Force ones on. You had the Heck Uptowns yeah. on. Heck the yeah. fucking I baggy. could have been nominated for an Academy Award, too, man. I was playing the part. Nigga, <laughs> you was basically like hustling a little bit bougie. That's it. <laughs> it's hard out here for My nigga was looking like a chubby usher in the Yeah video. That's how bad it was. But it's okay. At least I could dance, though. I could dance back then. We know you can dance, Andre. We've seen it. We've seen you. Michael Jackson. I can move walk. Andre, we've seen you do your triple male moves. You know what? (laughs) We've seen you do those. I got videos. I got videos. I got videos. And you see, what is is wrong with people and their perception of male strippers? Male strippers deserve love, too. We fall down. Andre. Let's be real. Male strippers, I feel like, why is it that we look down at male strippers? Oh, I, I think it's just because, like, the profession is, like, and I hate to say this because it's somewhat sexist, but, like, we th- when you think of strippers, you think of women. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to admit that, at least for me, but, but let me just be real. The men make insane 
insane oh, amounts of money. You and see I the kind of women that be there? They're, they have like a oh, whole they have a whole documentary on Hulu. That's what I'm talking about. And they and they make so much money. You would not believe. I could even make an argument that male strippers can make more, uh, do make more money than the girls. I know that like there's a documentary on Hulu. I recommend watching. It's about it's. I think it's called Hello Ladies or um, Welcome Welcome Ladies, where it like follows like black male strippers. And I'm telling you, man, it'd be some big mamas, some aunties, some some yo, all types of women there. Yo, and you ain't never lie, and they are down. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, money. the big the big mamas, the aunties, the ones with the big arm that can cook arms, them aunties. That, oh, oh, the fried chicken arm. Oh, man, that. that's a that's a they, good arm right there. They they the, the ones that's the best arm. They're the ones throwing the money. Those women in the documentary even said, like, there's this lady where she was talking about the fact that, like, they were asking her questions. Her and her husband, they're like, "Yo, how do you guys like chill? Like, how are you how are you fine with her going to this show?" He's like, "Hey, in the end." She gonna get stimulated, and guess who gonna be ending the job at the night? Me. Oh Lord, can I tell you that sounded like Teddy Pettigrew? Oh, I can't believe I'm referencing something so old. But Teddy Pettigrew's got a video where he was like, "Now look here, fellas, all I'm doing is just getting her ready. Y'all got to be the one to finish the job. That whole profession, like you're supposed to objectify the person. Like you're supposed to, you know, that's where you go and entertain whatever fetish you got, you know." inside and that's that's like but they be throwing some crazy cash man they be throwing some money like you wouldn't even believe definitely i'm not even surprised and they make their money there's some people they be there was some men who are like these twins they're like in their 40s and they were still being male strippers i was like damn like y'all still hey. doing this hey man if that's the skills that pay the bills you gotta keep going you might as well do it you gotta get it well. but then again well. too is is that rona Rona killing all the bags out here, man. It's killing all the bags, but also it's opening your eyes to like other career opportunities you can have. I just think in general, the situation when it comes to the coronavirus and everything, it's just like go pursue what you really wanted to pursue. If you're unhappy with your job, go go for it. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Shoot for the stars and do forex. Oh my God, you got Andre! These, you got all these gurus talking about you. Oh, you still out here working a nine to five? Look at me, Andre. man! I, I got these residuals. I got these residuals. Andre, why you gotta bring up forex? I know some niggas who do forex. Hell, I'm getting into forex. I know you do forex, but I know people who do forex and then they do MLMs. So it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm not with that. So you're not with the MLM? Hell no. Why? Because many MLMs do not stress the actual principles of trading. So mm. I got into Forex after I already started investing in things like stocks and futures. So like, to me, this is just the next avenue. It's the single largest market in the world. You're trading currencies. These are where the governments, the banks, uh, the major hedge funds, these are where all of them exchange currency. So it's the largest institutional, it's the largest investment area in the world. So to me, it was just the next avenue. But I'm learning the actual skill of trading. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just saying, hey, hey, make this trade. Go do this. Go do that. But you're mm-hmm. only going to really make money if you recruit two, three, four, four more people and you be a dick about it on social media. 
Oh, no, definitely, definitely. I think the thing is, too, is I think the reason why people tend to make fun of the Forex niggas is because they be so aggressive. Like, do you want to start a business? Like, they be saying shit like, oh, do you want to start a business? It's hard trying times. Your mother is still working her job. How come you ain't saved her yet? Like, oh, damn, bro. I'm like, damn, nigga, like, relax. Like, jeez, bro. (laughs) Like. Make it sound like Forex is the savior. Like, damn. I know. Like, like uh-uh. relax. Like, it works for some people. Not everything is meant for them. Like, deal with it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And, I, and listen, the last thing I, I – and, and I'm somebody who's, like, real strict and disciplined when it comes to investing because I have made money and I have lost an embarrassing amount of money. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and, and when you lose money, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts so bad. And there are some people who cannot take that pain of losing money because at the end of the day, it's all risk-based. You know, the money you put in, you know, you could lose it all and then some. And I have been hit with the and then some. And that's where you feel like crying and you don't even want to ever see nothing like that again. But I have the stomach to handle that. The last thing you want is somebody who doesn't have that stomach to then just be turned off to investing in general. And then you ruin somebody's ability to make residual income. What you know anyways and this and that. And they always be wearing the suits and be looking crazy. Oh, my God, Andre. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. And it always be dudes with dreads for some reason. I don't know oh, my why, God. It always be dudes with dreads that be doing the most, like, forcing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, damn, bro. Come on, man. Just get your dreads twisted and leave me the hell alone. This nigga, Andre, I hate you. I'm bald. Leave me alone. Well, we know you a bald nigga. I, like, I literally have you on my phone as Andre the bald nigga. <laughs> like, that's your yeah, name man. on my phone, Andre the bald nigga. Well, it's, it's factual. So I, I, it makes sense. Andre. I'm trying to be bald like Steve Harvey. No. No. Yeah, I'm trying to get no. the laser treatment. That's what I'm no. working towards. And you gonna, you gonna wear the big ass suits too? Oh no, I'm too short for that. <laughs> Yo, oh. they're gonna have you gonna have enough the the, the the bottom of the suit right on the floor. This is the thing. If you wore the Steve Harvey suits, nigga, you gonna look like a, a grown sized toddler. I'm just gonna look crazy. Like I think they damn, like I don't have the hype for those things. Like Steve Harvey, you like he like six four, mm-hmm. five seven, mm-hmm. and when I wear Tim's, I'm like five eight, five nine. Oh god! So you know, like that's why most of my tire is Tim's based. Why scam these girls out here? Let them believe that I'm actually so, a regular so, size height. So you be catfishing with your own height? Hell yeah! The only thing I won't do is like the people who be putting like the like, uh, like little like platform in the shoes, so they be getting like three four more inches. I, I ain't trying to do all that. You know what? I'm just gonna end this here because you're too much. <laughs> You too much. I'm gonna just end this here. Oh man, we might have to because I got plenty of jokes. You too much, and I know we're gonna freaking exceed this recording. (laughs) Okay, ladies, gentlemen, my non binary folk, everybody who listens to this podcast, if you got to the end of this, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, this sounded like a fucking college reunion. No, me and this nigga talk a lot. And this is how we, this is how some of the conversations on the phone be sounding like, but a little bit more crazier. That's fast. And and a little bit more, more curses and more problematic than this. But I don't curse as much anymore. But still, nigga, you still curse. Yeah. Hey, hey, I ain't ain't gonna say I don't. I try to control it now so that I can, you know, fool people and try and get my Dr. Umar on. We, we, Andre, hold that, hold that, hold that for next episode. Hold that for next episode. I got you. 
like I said, so what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be having Andre on for the next couple few episodes just because I did make promises to you guys about getting a guest. But you, like I said, the people I wanted to come on were kind of busy with the schedule and everything. I do know I have a friend who will be coming on. My friend, um, who's going to be coming on? I know Sammy's going to be coming back on again eventually. Sammy just moved, so he's still, like, settling in. I'm going to have Rel. Rel is someone who is very supportive, definitely supported me during this podcast journey. I, like, if you need to have a question about podcasts Rel is someone you hit up because he knows his shit. He's helped produce a very well-known podcast. So shout out to Rel and definitely check out his podcast. I'm going to have all that information down below. He's going to come on and we're going to talk about like podcasting and how like this era of podcasting, how like celebrities all have podcasts when during the time when we are starting ours, it was a little bit more accessible for people to gain an audience. So we're going to talk about all that important stuff. But for these next few weeks, Andre will be on because we're going to talk about the lecture results. That's if this episode comes out. If this episode comes out, y'all, that means the audio wasn't as janky as we thought it was. That yeah. Means- and let me put my prediction in with the election results right now. Okay, so let's that, go. You know, people can hold me to it. I personally believe okay. that okay. Joe Biden will actually win the election. That's my personal belief. However, if Joe Biden does not win by like a margin, a total margin of about like 5% or more, like 55, 45. What's going to happen is Trump is going to take support when they're contesting it. They're, because, you know, in the recount process, usually the other candidate may start winning. When it gets to the point where Trump has a lead, the judges are going to stop it, they're going to kill it, and then Donald Trump is essentially going to steal the president. Well, uh, everything you said, I agree with that. So that is what I think. And guys, if you want to follow this podcast or write a review, write it on Apple, write a critique. That helps me out in the end of the day. Rate it five stars. Rate as many stars as you want, sis. If you are listening to this on Spotify, follow on Spotify, SoundCloud, and where the fuck you found this podcast. If you want to send in an email, you have the drama, you have the tea, you have the stories, send to let me tell you something at gmail.com. It's all in the description box below. Have an amazing day. And please realize in the end of the day, they don't like you, but you still wish them well. That's all you need to know. Right, Andre? Yes, ma'am. That's all you got to do. Stay positive. Guys, I'm out of here. Bye. See y'all.